Hi everybody, welcome back to the Treetop Chat. Uh, this is episode number 39, which means that we are now the uh, most viewed, or um, the, the, the podcast with the most viewers of episodes in the world, which uh, we think is a quite cool achievement. So, uh, of course, we thank everybody who has been participating in the, in the chat and also all the viewers who have been watching this along the way. Um, We've been going for almost a year now, so uh, uh, we uh, have plans to continue, of course. So uh, thank you again for, for, for watching. Um, uh, today we'll be speaking to Paul from SIP Protection, uh, who is the business development manager at that company. So SIP Protection, as you probably know, uh, is one of the leading clothing brands in our industry. So as usual, if you have any questions, uh, leave them in the as we go along or uh, after. So uh, we'll see if we can get Paul online here uh, in a minute. Ah, oh, there he is. Hi, how are you? I'm good, and yourself? Well, quite well. Good, you're working from home? Yes, uh, for the last many, many months. Yeah, I know, it's, uh, it's getting very, very boring this, you know. Uh, how, how's the situation in Belgium? Well, um, I'm actually living in France. Um, oh, you're living in France. Yes, uh, but it's a bit the same. It's uh, it's not funny. Um, no. We have um, what is called uh, curfew at 6 p.m. Yeah. Uh, nothing is open, no bars, no restaurants, nothing. Terrible. Um, what about what about the vaccine program? Has that started? Um, I think in Belgium they have uh, vaccinated about four percent of the population. Um, um, I don't know. I, th I think I'm still a long way to go before it's my turn. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know they're doing this in groups, uh, of course. So, uh, but you know it's going to take a long time. Seems to be. Uh, very problematic for people to plan, you know, this, this massive operation. Mm, yeah. So, uh, uh, welcome to the, uh, to the chat poll. So, uh, can you start with uh, telling, you know, the audience a little bit about yourself? You know, have you worked in the tree care industry yourself or? Um, I'm not a tree care person. Um, the closest I've been to trees is about cutting um, firewood and so on. Um, but since I'm in this business, I'm, I'm more involved. I'm, I think I started about 20 years ago, uh, and then I got also some passion for it. And I went to Germany to take some A course classes in climbing, um, just to know about it. But I'm, I have more of a business background. Okay. Okay. So uh, uh, how did you then end up working at SIP Protection as the business development manager? Um, I, I worked for a company in Belgium named Sion, which is one of the largest European PPE manufacturers, um, doing product development in general. Um, at the time, I was working, for instance, on the program that was... Um, Protective clothing for people working in cold storage rooms, uh, minus 40 degrees and so on. Okay. And, and then I was working on a forestry project because they wanted to get into forestry chainsaw protection. 
And then in 2001, SIP Protection was a French company, uh, was for sale, and they, they well, we, we purchased uh, SIP Protection. Ah, and okay. that's how. From, from that side, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So have, have you been working with, you know, design of codes for, for a long time, or? Um, I, I started doing that in 98. Okay, that's quite a while. Hmm. Okay. So when, when did you say CERN acquired SIP protection? Was that? When was the comp when did you acquire SIP protection? Oh, that was in, in February 2001. So that's exactly 20 years ago now. Exactly. Okay. okay. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, a, a day in the life, uh, you know, at SIP protection. What, what do you do? You, you, you know, you seem to be doing, uh, doing many things at SIP protection. So um, give us a, a, a glance when Corona has gone around, when you're working in the office. Then. Well, in, in, in the times before Corona, I was traveling between 200 and 220 days per year, um, visiting customers, visiting trade shows, suppliers, uh, lots of lots of people around. Um, and then with Corona, I, it all went down to not traveling at all anymore. Um, so it's it's still 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 strange, um, but I don't have a normal day in the office. It's uh, every time it's more interesting, it's special, it's different. Um, I can have production meetings, I can have um, product meetings, we can have uh, sales meetings, trainings, giving trainings now, um, training sessions for staff, um, by teams. Uh, well, it, it's quite varied, yes. Um, so and, it sounds a lot of fun because, you know, not, not a single day is like the other, huh? No, exactly. Yeah. It's a lot of change. Yeah. So, so when you were traveling a lot, you know, did, did you, you know, go across the world, or you know, made predominantly in Europe, or? Well, our, our core business is is in Europe, but um, we have we have some business in Canada, uh, in the USA, Japan, Australia, and so on. Uh, and of course, yes, I have to go there once in a while. It's less traveling than in Europe. That's sure. Yeah. Okay, so but you know you, you're you know the people that are supplying your raw materials are are they mostly in Europe as well or are they you know in Asia or it 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 depends um, like um, blocking material mainly comes from Europe um, protective stuff safety stuff um, outer fabrics there's not many outer fabrics uh, that come from within Europe now any, anymore. Um, is it and China it, all depends, or? it can be China. It can be there's many many countries where you can find it. Depends on the the fabrics that you need. It's. Uh, okay. But do you, do you have like a quality control function as well? So you check out that you know they live up to what they say they're going to deliver. Um, I don't do it myself, of course. Um, but within Sion, um, we are large manufacturer so we have different divisions and we have some group services and, and quality control is one of them so what we do is um, all raw materials get checked before they get into production 
And then after production, we do some quality control as well. So especially now that uh, chainsaw PPE has become a category, category three PPE, yeah. uh, we have our own, our own in-house test rig to, to test the blocking material before it's used in production. And then once products come from production line, we also test them again. Yeah, I saw you actually have the uh, the test rigs from the different uh, you know decades in in your new catalog that came out uh, like yeah. a week ago. That's correct. Um, well, we we have that state of the art, the, the the last generation test rig that we bought about five six years ago, um, and that has the same value as the ones that you can find in the most performing European laboratories. So it's it's quite helpful in in um, performing safety checks. Yeah, I can imagine that. So, um, um, tell us a little bit about you know the, the brand. You know uh, how how did it start? You know, uh, and, and you know how it has developed over the years. Okay, um, SIP used to be a French manufacturer. Started about seventy seventy five years ago um, as a manufacturer of regular. Trousers, pants that you're wearing, um, supplying most of the retail chains in France. And then most of the customers went out to, to um, Far East sourcing. And, and so we needed to find a different well, solution for that. And one of the ladies in the production room in France, her husband was a teacher in the forestry school about five kilometers away. And he explained about those Trousers coming from Sweden over Germany into France, and at the time you had only Stiel and Husqvarna bringing them, uh, but they were too heavy and too too thick for for the French warm weather. So the protection developed some new stuff. They were well at the time the only ones to have a six layer thinner blocking material, and and I think that's how it all started. And uh, the SIP Protection was also the first not chainsaw manufacturer to have protective clothing. Uh, but I believe now we have some more colleagues in the market. Yeah. So that, that really, you know, happened by, by chance. You know, if she didn't work there, you know, you might as well have been doing something else today, right? Exactly, yes. Yeah. That's quite funny. So... Uh, what do you what do you think you know separates the the arborist market in in uh, in particular you know apart from sorry the, you know, the sorry what, what, I, I mean... uh, what what do you think separates the the arborist arborist market uh, in particular you know uh, is there any special needs or um... Um, I would say if 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 you're putting your life hanging on the rope, you're more sensible about safety. Um, that's one thing. Um, I feel that in many countries, people working on the ground are less committed to safety and chainsaw protection in general. Um, and then secondly, um, if, if you climb a tree and, and you walk around and, and you do lots of flexing and so on, you need more comfort uh, in your chainsaw clothing. That's, um, yes, that's what I feel. So what, what about, you know, what about, you know, the, the piece of fashion that goes into the uh, protective clothing? 
you know, that, that seems to be more and more, you know, coming into the market that, you know, mm. you need to have the right colors, you know, you need to have, you know, details on the clothing, you know, the, the seams have to be maybe a different color and all that. So uh, it, I suppose that I know that you're working hard on that, but uh, what, when did you think that came kind of into play? Um, I think the first step we did was around 2004 when we brought in the, the 5.1s with rainbow stitching on it. Um, they were all black over with yellow pockets and, and rainbow stitching and people went crazy about them. Uh, nowadays, um, it's, it's getting very complicated to know what to do. Um, both for us as a manufacturer and for you as a dealer, what do you need to stock? What uh, there's so many choices and so many options, and and yeah. it's getting quite complicated. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 very difficult because you know people like different colors, and you know they want to match up with their boots or you know their mm -hmm. jackets and, and things like that. So um, it's becoming more and more you know a bit of a not not maybe a fashion industry, but you know it's, it's um, those things matter I think, for, for a lot yeah. of people. So uh, uh, give us some insights to the, the, uh, the R&D process. You know, uh, what is it like for a new product? How long time does it take? You know, what steps are, in, and are involved and so forth? Um, it, it all depends on, on what development you want to make, of course. Uh, if it's just an update, looking for new fabrics, new blocking material, it's different than if you have to go through the complete design. Um, but in general, the uh, I, I've said it. The, the the main concern today, apart from okay, apart from design uh, and, and fabrics, is all about safety. Uh, where being a category three PPE, there's lots of rules and a new certification testing methods. Um, doesn't make life easier. Um, so most of the time, we start from the blocking material. Um, if we look for something new, of course, we already listen to the market. We try to find where uh, we could see, where, where we could bring something uh, new. Um, and then we sit around the table with some people, uh, you know, brainstorm, talk about fabrics, what designs, look at, look at other products in the market as well, of course, which is successful, which is working, not working. Um, once we have the design, we make samples, then it goes into test. We have some people that do testing for us. And on the feedback, uh, we redesign or we change. We do other things until it's, it's ready. Uh, and then it goes into the certification, uh, which can take a long time as well. So, and, and you also have some, some, uh, <clears throat> some companies out there that are using you know, your, your bases and make Kind of redesign the moves, right? Um, you, what do you mean exactly? Um, I, I think you know there, there's at least one company I know of that um, are are using you know the, the zip protection, um, you know trousers and and have made some small redesigns to them and mm. kind of you know, rebrand them. Yes, well. Uh, when we can, we do it ourselves, you know, um, 
we, we can make stylings for other companies as well based on, on our products. Um, so we are on one side, we are a manufacturer. Um, Sip Protection is our brand. Um, and we can also manufacture for other companies. Um, and of course, if, if somebody looks very closely at our products and makes a very similar product, there's not much you can do about it. Um, just take it as a compliment and, and continue the work. Yeah, exactly. No, my, my point was really that, you know, the products must be really good for other companies to choose, you know, SIP protection to kind of use that and, and rebrand it. So I, I think that speaks for, for, for you, your mm -hmm. company, as, you know, quality yeah. company. Gotcha. Yeah. Very good product. So, um, uh, you know, how, how long is the manufacturing product, uh, or sorry, manufacturing process for, for different products? How, how long time does it take to, to uh, make uh, sewer pair of pants, for if it's if it's from scratch a completely new product that we start in production, um, it may be up to eight nine months um, because you need to collect all your fabrics, your raw materials. You need to have yeah you well you have an order book that's hopefully uh, nicely filled, and then you need to schedule it in, and then you need to transport it back. So it may take uh, easily six to nine months. Okay, and what, once you have them, you know, how, how long does it take for for a single person to complete a pair of uh, protective pants, for instance? Um, if, if one person would make a complete pair, it would probably be two to three days. Uh, that's, that's why this happens in the production line, and, and the product, depending on the complexity, may take up to two hours of working time. Of course, that's just the stitching, the, uh, the, the assembly, um, I think you also need to consider the preparation, the purchasing of fabrics, and and all the the, the other people that are involved. It's 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 a whole teamwork. Yeah. So so there are different uh, you know departments uh, in manufacturing process. So there's one department that is doing you know the cutting of the fabric uh, and then hands it over the chain. And uh, you know the, the buttons and all that stuff. So uh, there are different persons doing different things, right? Well, the, the the production, the planning, and of the whole production process is a very stressful uh, department. Um, I, I think in our business we we can get some pressure, but these people have pressure all the time because it's always too late. It's never in time. It's always something missing. Uh, it's quite complex. Yeah. Uh, and they need to get all the pieces, all the trims, everything together at the right moment, yeah. the same day, so that production can cut the fabrics and then stitching can start. So ha have you encountered uh, any any problem now because of COVID on, on the raw materials that it's harder to get in? Oh, yes. Um, not only on raw materials. Um, we, we have some production plans. We own all our production plans. Um, and we have some, some in, in Indonesia, for instance. Um, we have in Romania. Um, we have had staff. Well, if, if, if half of your production, of your staff is ill because of Corona, yeah. uh, it's complicated. Um, that's one thing. Um, because of Corona, you have to um, 
put people farther away, for instance. So you have less capacity for production, you get more delays. Suppliers have problems, they face the same problems. And then you have all the shipping problems. Um, less traffic, uh, containers are not going back and forth. So it's just staying in one, in one place. And yes, again, the operations department, they get all the stress. Yeah, I know. It's been a lot of implications. I heard, you know, there's a there's a lack of tarp, for instance, in the world because, you know, the producers of tarp, you know, uh, that delivers to the people that, you know, stitch bags and, and stuff like that from tarp. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, very difficult to determine. And like you said, you know, the ships are can't go into port because, you know, uh, some people have corona in the crew and, you know, they have to sit in quarantine for three weeks and so, uh, yeah, I think uh, we're, we're all suffering from that. Um, so, so uh, um, um, which which products do you think uh, are, are, you know, the, the, the products that SIP Protection are the most proud of in making? Um, well, that's a good one. Um... I don't have, I don't think we have one product because every generation of or any time um has had its own products. Um but I would say like the five point one at the time that was a big hit because it was well it answered all the questions from the market at the time, especially in tree care. Um and, and, and then the innovation to the, the first really lightweight ones that were below one kilo. Um those marked uh, a milestone as well, I would say. Yeah. Of course. So, uh, so uh, in your opinion, what what do you think makes a great product? Um, it's not us who decide. It's it's the customer. If the customer likes it, and and it's an answer to what the customer wants, and the user says he's happy with the the comfort, the quality, and so on. And it becomes successful. That it's it's the customer in the end who decides upon upon that. So, uh, do you do you think you know the innovation, for instance, has, has been you know uh, uh, one of your biggest hits? I would say yes. Um, it's in in volume, not yet, because it's more focused on tree care, and tree care is 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 a smaller market than forestry, actually. Um, but it is quite successful because of the ventilation that is continuously, because of the stretch, and it, it's, yes, it's a nice product. Yeah. And, and I would like to see it evolve in time as well. So, so in, in terms of, you know, the size of, of your business, how, how big is, you know, the, you know, the forestry, the brush cutting, you know, the, the tree care? Um, but brush cutting is, is mostly um, administration, you know, um, cities, municipalities, and so on. Um, less, it's it's the the smallest one, I'd say. Then tree care will be what I don't know between 30, 20, 30 percent okay. of the market, and then the rest goes into forestry. I would say. Yeah, I know you have a very, very big selection of products. Uh, so, uh, and you're, you're. Uh, I saw that you're discontinuing some, some, some of the older products that are now, you know, uh, uh, not selling anymore. But you know, mm -hmm. uh, is, is there any, is there any upcoming products that you can tell us about? 
I saw oh. on the news, of course, in the uh, in the catalog. But you know, is there anything else that you can share? I do you want to talk about those? I would like to talk about the gecko climbing trousers that we, well, we were going to talk about them in April, but since you asked the question, um, I can talk about them now. It's a new climbing trouser with our um, quite successful Texan uh, four-way stretch with Cordura. Uh, it's, got, it's got a new design. Um, it's got more ventilation features. It's got more fancy colors. Um, which is um, a bit tendency in the market. And I must say the first reactions were quite positive when we introduced it to the dealers. And now we should have it available for the market um, What in, in less than two months' time. Yeah. Um, we've put some pictures already on Instagram and, and we've had some people uh, testing them already and they are very enthusiastic. So that's positive. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm waiting for my delivery because I have a pre-order. It will be on so, time. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because uh, you know I, I was so surprised that I found them in the catalog, but because you know uh, everybody was talking about April release date. So uh, so mm. but, you know it was it was it was on the website. So uh, that that's why I thought I could ask you about them. Mm. The the thing with a catalog is if you cannot change it once you launch it, and that's a big question. Do you yeah. put it in? Do you don't? There's there's stuff in, not in the catalog um, where we thought we might put it, but let's wait a few more months until it's more clear. That's a big yeah. question. Uh, exactly. But our website is always up to date. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to get those, uh, you know, into the store here. Uh, uh, going to be very interesting to see how they are. So uh, um, I also saw that you released uh, a, a pair of new boots, more more like a basic protective boot. Yes, that's a, a very basic boot. Um, and to be honest, it's still in production. Okay. But it's um, still in the catalog. Yes. Well, that was one of the things where we said, do we put it, don't we put it? And we could have waited maybe. It's called a timber, I think. Uh, correct, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, what what do you what do you anticipate in terms of release date on on that one? Is that going to be after the summer or is it going to be before summer? In these Corona times, I'm not confirming. <laughs> I don't like to confirm deliveries because we're depending on so many factors. Um, transport can be delayed easily with weeks already. Um, so I'd rather not, especially not when the world is watching. No, I, <clears throat> I can understand that. But it's going to be, you know, it's good to see that you're bringing out new products. That's, that's very interesting and good news for the industry. So, um, 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 so you know, uh, at, at work, give us, give us your funniest uh, job story. And I, I, I'm not talking about working from home. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. So I need to think now. Um, it's, there's plenty of nice situations. Um, I would say something that was, it wasn't funny. Yeah, was it funny? No, it was, it was exciting. It was a great uh, time. 
I think it was at the European climbing camp uh, competition in Vienna, um, where there was a Saturday evening event and, and food was very long uh, and everyone was getting tired. And then suddenly there was this concert from the Three Magic Beers. Um, and I think everyone who was there will, and who, who's listening will start smiling and remembering that evening because it was, uh, yes, uh, it's in the memories for all yeah. times. So everybody kind of got revitalized from, from that. It was, it, was, uh, it was, yes, it was massive. It was, cool. uh, it was like a wall of into your face. And, and when was this? Was it 2013 something? ETCC Vienna? I'm not sure about the date. Okay. Uh, I wish it was there. Oh, like it fun. was. It was. It was great. And since then, they've been playing around on some competitions. These three guys from Belgium, and they are great. Well, it's cool. more guys now. Okay. So, uh, are, are, where, where are you in, in France then? Are, are you close to Belgium? No, I'm I'm living in the southwest, uh, in the area of Toulouse, okay. because in the beginning, um, when we purchased SIP protection, I was spending here uh, a week every month, and after a while, I started realizing that this is a very nice area to live in, um, and now it's more of the opposite, and I spend a week per month in Belgium in the other way. When I'm traveling now, yeah, uh, we had uh, we had a, a guy from Toulouse on the on the chat uh, a couple of weeks ago. French guy, he's yeah. I also had a, a, a customer in the store today that is moving to France uh, next month to uh, Breton. All right, yeah, very nice. So um, um, yeah, I think we'll, we're going to call it the day there. Um, uh, do you have any questions for us, or is, is there any questions from the audience? Let's see here, uh, we have uh, we have one question here. What does it say? What new items are coming to market from SIP? I think we addressed that, right? So it's the the gecko and the and the timber and uh, maybe mm -hmm. something else that you can't share. Am I correct? Correct, yes. There's something else, but it's not finished yet. Yeah, and I think there was uh, some redesigns on some of the, the clothing uh, that I saw in the catalog, but that's more details. So, um, a biggest mistake learning at SIP protection? Uh, that's a... That can be hard to answer. Um... I've got a few, it's too many to tell, but we're learning a lot. I would uh, say like that. I, th I think the one, no, we, uh, there's two major mistakes we made. Uh, and one was that one, one day we certified some trousers um, with some new blocking material in the laboratory and everything was fine. And when, then when it went on the market, we found out that they were not conform to the certified standard so the delivery was different and that was a 
painful situation because we have to take it all back and then yeah. uh, do yeah. it again. So, we have, so everything had to go back, right? Yes. Total recall of everything that yeah. we shipped out. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's yeah. many years ago, but it's still a painful memory. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, that happens with the car manufacturers, um, you know, almost mm -hmm. every month you see that in the news, right? Yeah. Uh, may I may I have a question for the audience? Sure, go ahead. What what can we do better? I'm interested because we like to learn a lot. Uh, yeah, and well, we'll, we'll wait wait a minute here and see uh, you know what mm -hmm. feedback we get uh, on the chat box. I suppose people are typing. Hopefully. There's there's nothing coming in, so uh, I suppose uh, you know you're you're doing everything right already. I can't imagine that, but okay, let's let's leave that. Yeah. Well, if, you know, if if something shows up here, we can share it. You know, let's see here. What is this? Working closely with the end users. I think you're doing that already, don't you? We try to. Um, we try to work. Uh, we try to visit and, and attend a lot of um, trade shows to talk exactly with the people who wear them. Yeah. Um, and we are going to work closer together in a more in a kind of a testing program uh, with. Uh, specific people also we're going to work that out better okay good i think there's another one uh you see uh, okay mountain well, in the indian heat oh close for the indian uh, heat. close for the indian heat you know well i suppose people want uh, you know clothing that is very uh, very light and very you know cooling mm -hmm. when you're working in you know very hot and humid temperature. You may have a go at the canopy. Yeah. Is there something else here? Uh, I never tried a pair, but would love to give it a go, somebody said here. So, um, you know, potential new customer there. Okay. Uh, if anything else comes in, we'll share that with you, Paul. But... Um, Thanks for, for being on today. It was very interesting to hear, you know, the process and what you're doing at Tip Protection. You're doing a great job, I think. So uh, thanks for spending your time with us tonight. Thank and, you, Herman. Uh, thanks, everybody. thanks, everybody that was watching. Uh, we'll uh, have a new guest next Friday and uh, have a very nice weekend, uh, everybody, and you too, Paul. Take care. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.